It's a terrible football show. All right. I want whatever you guys are smoking right now. Come on, Shane. You. Oh, Oh, baby. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Shane, I swear to God. Welcome to a terrible football show. That's my quarterback and my teammate, man. <laughs> Ruins my fucking holiday every damn year. Alex. What up? You can thoroughly kiss my ass. Why not let us decide the top four? Yeah, let a terrible football show. Let a terrible football Decide the top four. Show. Fuck you, Shake. <laughs> Roll Todd. Have a good one, guys. Oh, have a good one. Oh, yeah, he's got to go. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Uh, you know, I like that Baker Mayfield and myself, man. He was baking up there in the Browns, and it just turned into a big old shit pile. So- <laughs> Get that right. I will fly you out and take you to a game in Dallas of your fucking choice. Ooh. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's successful at just giving his terrible opinions. So why can't I? It's a terrible football show after all. Hey, welcome to a terrible football show. It's a terrible football show. All right. We're having, I'm having a lot of issues today, I guess. It's okay. <laughs> I accidentally hit the wrong thing on the Steam Deck. Welcome to Terrible Football Show, episode 71. I'm Alex Light with Sparky3. We are not starting this thing off with a bang, let me tell you, but it's okay. You know, I'll just, uh, here, how about this? I'll, I'll throw on some, it's a Terrible Football Show, so what do you expect? So I'll put on a little music here in the background, so it's still playing in some capacity, so how's that? But yeah, it's just me and Jacob this week. Uh, Shane might pop in, we'll see. Uh, Ricky already knew he wasn't going to be here uh, these past two weeks. He had some other stuff pop, but Ricky will be back next week, which I know he's very, very excited for, um, because next week is Power 5 predictions. This week we're doing Group of 5. Got to give them some respect, okay? We are not just a Power 5 football show, okay? We pay respect to all levels of football. All right, so we're going to be chatting about Group of Five today. I'm looking forward to it. I have a lot of things I want to chat about. Uh, but I do have Jacob here. Jacob, man, how are you? How was your vacation, more importantly? Oh, my vacation was fantastic, aside from the fact that I almost saw a child die. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I almost saw a child. He was getting uh, charged by a bear and one of the police officers the local police officers whipped it into the parking lot with his sirens and lights on and the bear just took off in the woods this bear was 10 feet away from this child that was no bigger than my waist holy shit taller than my waist yeah it was it was crazy man what a scene dude i i I don't know what i would have done if it actually happened like i who yeah (laughs) 10 feet, man, if that. Was, was, is this child like related to you or is it just a child? No, it was just a random kid. Okay, random kid. Okay, man, what is, what a scene that could have been. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'd have been scarred for life. No, I would have been too. Holy shit, man. I'm (laughs) glad that things worked out well and I'm glad you had a good vacation, but Lord have mercy. (laughs) You know, I also had a a wild scene that I, I, I had happened to me recently. I'll, I'll get into that here in a minute, but let's get through all the, little starting stuff first uh but yeah today group of five got a lot of ch- lot to chat about looking forward to it uh, of course if you want to join the discord you can come chat with us maybe be part of the shows and stuff as a guest caller uh you know make sure to go over to rogue energy hit the referral link down below use our promo code spark through to get 10 percent off and go over to agent inc and buy a jersey because we have the best jerseys on the website i'm serious go look go compare go to jerseys all every jersey we have, the Sparky Three jersey, the Game Sec, the Animan Plus, the Animan Plus. Let me tell you, and the terrible football show. I mean, who wouldn't want a jersey with a trash can on it? 
I mean, come on. Like, get, get your shit together. It's a trash can. Let's go. <laughs> you know, like, you're supporting the brand. You got a trash can. It's great. Everyone's having a great time. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I had, a, I had a scene happen to me recently, too, man. Uh, me and the lady, uh, we were out and about on a, on a nice Sunday. We just had a very, uh, we just had a very lovely, um, lovely lunch. And we went to one of our local, um, you know, retro game stores. Uh, okay. Sorry, I was reading an email. Subscription price went up, is what it is. Uh, we went to our local game store, you know, retro game store that was uh, in the area that we were at, having a good old time. And uh, a fight happened. And uh, I, got, I got to break it up. Oh, you got to break it I'm up. I'm the one that broke it up, yep. Uh, I, I wasn't really paying attention to how stuff started. It was my girlfriend that had to, like, kind of hand signal me that, like, hey, listen to what's being said right now. Because I was, like, we were walking down, like, the the Xbox 360 aisle and whatever, you know, looking at all those and everything. And I started to realize that, like, you know, this 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 chick was getting very loud, very vocal. She's like, go ahead and call the fucking cops. See if I care, you fucking nasty-ass bitch and this and that. And I'm like, oh, man, what is happening? Oh, my God. <laughs> what is happening right now? Uh, and it, it was, you know, the chick that was saying that she was the one that came into the store with her, like three year old daughter, by the way. All right. Her daughter's there. And this was directed at one of the employees at the store and who also had her like four year old son there. Uh, so the, the, the story that I can gather from this is the girl that worked there. She just ended like a seven year relationship with the other girl's sister. But the dude that she in the relationship with is like immensely abusive. Like she's got like like marks around her throat and stuff when she just got beat yeah. up literally last night, like the night before or whatever. And like, it just kept going and going like shit was like, like it was getting very loud. And like the person on the counter was like completely calm, never yelled, just kept saying, please leave, called the police, was on the phone with the cops. And the other chick was just like mad, like yelling. And then finally, like I'm kind of standing by, I told Christina to go, uh, to go out to the car and like then the the chick that came in there, she chunked her phone at the person behind the counter, behind the uh, the, the game booth, whatever, and ran back there and just started beating the shit out of her. Like I'm talking, slamming her face in the glass counter and stuff. And that's when th- all the while this is all happening, there's another dude that works here. All right, so like I, I didn't jump in like to this whole thing because like like the person by, like that's getting targeted by this like behind the counter like me and her even like eye contact at one point and it was a mix of like please help me and what the fuck is happening from her but i'm like i don't work here like is this guy going to fucking do something about this <laughs> and then like that's whenever she went behind the counter started beating him up and i had to go and reach over the counter and like put her in a fucking lock and pull her back and I was yelling at her the other dude had to fucking pull her back too the girl's the the woman's daughter was crying and went and ran to Christina, you know, crying. And Christina's just like, oh, God, what do I do? Dude, it was a scene, man. <laughs> it was a scene. She got arrested. She's still in jail right now. Good. Dude. <laughs> Dude, a scene. And here's like, and here is like one of the, here's one of the most interesting parts about it. It's like, you know, that moment. It's like when you fuck up and you immediately know you fuck up. This woman had that realization. Cause like, as soon as it was done, dude, I, I tore into her. I tore into her where it's like, is that your fucking kid? It's like, yeah, it's just like, what fucking example are you setting then? Take your business elsewhere. And instead of like her still being in the heat of the moment, like where like she would want to fight me. She's just like, you're right. And she leaves. Like she's like, it was like, she like, it was that instant. Like, I know I just fucked up. (laughs) 
So, man, me and you both have had some wild situations recently. Oh, completely forgot to tell you this. The first night there, obviously, you know Guy Fieri, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody knows the the mayor of Flavortown. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, we went to a restaurant of his conveniently named Flavortown and went to uh it has like an arcade and it has duck pin bowling like the little miniature bowling and stuff like that um went to the arcade got a 50 dollars arcade card i just you know started playing different arcade games you know tried a couple grab machines failed at them because they're rigged <laughs> true <But> true <laughs> i had i had maybe like i don't know maybe like 12 credits left on the on the card and there was a game that took exactly 12 credits, so I decided to do it. Bet. It was a game where you had to press and hold down a button, and at the right time, you had to release the button for these pair of scissors to snip. Oh, yeah. A rope. yeah. I did it on my first fucking try. Oh, that's what's up. <laughs> you want to know what I won? Oh, what'd you win? I won a brand spanking new Switch OLED with... Two games and no three way months, three months uh, online membership. Are you for real? Yeah, My dude. man. That's what's up. What games? Oh, uh, it was just Mario Kart and uh, Super Mario 3D World Bowser's hey. Fury. Hey, those so. are good ones. Hey, I already have a switch and those games conveniently. So I'm just selling this one. Uh, do you already have an OLED? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you got two OLEDs, man. Yeah. Get some extra yeah. cash then. Exactly. Oh man, what a what a I, get. I was I was like the most popular person in the arcade amongst everybody. <laughs> Everyone was coming up and high fiving me, like, oh, shaking yeah, my hands, saying like, oh, I did a good job, and I'm like, thanks. Yeah, that's <laughs> all awesome. I did was cut a rope. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Man, shout out to that. Sounds like you had a great vacation. Besides the bear. Besides the bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, speaking of you just being like the most popular guy in the area, you're also the most popular guy in the area when it comes to our website, Sparky3.com, because recently Jacob's been posting uh, articles for all the group of five like power rankings and stuff. So you And here's also the kicker to it. You don't even have to sign up to the website. You can just go view them right now. Uh, but yeah, if you want to sign up to the website, you can sign up for free. You can get email notifications when these go out. Uh, you can also sign up for five bucks a month support further. We'd appreciate that. But yeah, go check out the website, sparky3.com. Uh, Jacob is uh, now at doing some editing for me. So I appreciate that, man. You're doing a great job. I appreciate you. Thank you, man. A lot more content to come here soon, especially uh, in the lead up to the Power 5 conferences. Yeah, yeah. and more content always, because I know Zach's been working on some videos for the Sparky 3 channel as well. He's been playing some random-ass games. Like, he played uh, Getting Over It, if you've heard of that game. Uh, uh, yep. Yeah. And here's, here's the thing, though, about him playing Getting Over It. Zach is the one human being on this planet that used a trackball mouse. So that game was immensely challenging for him. Yeah, a he, trackball he mouse? uses a what? track. Yes, I shit you not, my guy. A trackball mouse. If you use a trackball mouse, please comment below. I need to know who else uses a trackball mouse. What, what is this? The early 2000s? He, I don't know, man. He's just like... Why, why, why would I use a normal mouse when I can use a trackball mouse and not move my hand? <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's his logic. That's the reason? <laughs> yes. You know, I mean, I give him props. It takes skill to use a trackball mouse, especially with the games that he plays. Like, fucking props, dude. <laughs> I need pictures of this thing, because if it's like 
some really really old rinky dink you know with the with the the purple and green adapters into the computer oh hold on i got oh jeez. i got you i got you i, got I you. didn't think anybody would ever use those days at least especially for gaming what all right hopefully he sends a picture i just sent him a, in the discord uh, but anyway, uh, let's actually jump into some football. You know, hopefully everyone had a good time listening to our, our random conversations here. But it's time it's time for football. It's time for the reason why you clicked on this episode or this video or this former live stream or whatever the case is. Uh, group of five, uh, which, you know, I made a joke to Ricky uh, when we were setting everything up. I was just like, soon this group of five, power five, is going to feel like dead terms, you know, with how – you know, Conference USA is is slowly dying, in my opinion. And then, of course, Power Five, Pac-12 is dead. You know, these sound like these are these are terms of the past. Next year, we may not have these terms anymore. They may be like Group of Whatever and Power Four. You know, these uh, these terms will be will be of something of the past. So, uh, let's start off with American, which of course uh, had Tulane last year, who went to a New York Six Bowl and won. In thrilling fashion, I think it was what forty six forty five over USC. Yep. Uh, so now that I can, like I have in the title for today's episode, it's like what team in all of the group of five can be, you know, th- what team this year can be last year's Tulane? You know what I mean? Like who who can do that? You know, that's going to be the big question across the entire landscape of the group of five. Um, so kicking off with the predictions here for the American, I do also want to stress before you really dive into this. We're only going to be talking about conference winners and, and you know, the potential conference winners. It's, I'm not diving through this whole American conference. So for anyone out there that's a fan of UAB or Tulsa or Temple or South Florida, you're shit out of luck. We're not talking about you. You suck. Get better. We'll chat about you. It's that simple. Um, so for me personally, I'm curious how you feel on this. There are, th- in my opinion, there are very three clear front runners for American and it's not close and it's UTSA Tulane and SMU would any would there be any other team in American that you think could compete with this I think there is a dark horse albeit a slight dark horse in the American conference and that is North Texas really okay all right I like that I like that Let's see. Looking at North Texas schedule, I mean, right out of the gates, they got Cal. Cal kind of stinks. That's a game they could sneak away with. FIU stinks, even though they just revealed some really sick Miami Knights jerseys. They still stink, though. Uh, Louisiana Tech kind of stinks. Alberine Christian, that's uh, that's a dub there. Navy might be a little tough, but they should catch that dub. Uh, Temple could be a little tough. They should catch that one. They may, they'll probably lose to Tulane, though. Memphis, I feel like Memphis could catch that one. UTSA. Uh, they got a couple of strong games, but I mean, like, you know, if they could sneak away with some dubs, you know, like if they could sneak away with the Memphis win, sneak away with the Tulane win, even sneak away with the SMU win, man, you're right. Uh, North Texas could be a dark horse there. That stretch basically starting in week eight, week eight, week nine, week 10, week 11, that's their gauntlet, my guy. <laughs> the- I have them, I think I have them losing, I have them losing to Louisiana Tech, uh, Tulane and UTSA. Okay. Okay. That's their three losses this year, but I have them going nine and three, six and two in conference play. Okay, I like that. Um, how do you have SMU going? Because you know this is a school that obviously wants to go to Power Five. Do you think they're going to send a statement this year to put them in Power Five? Well, I also have them going nine and three, six and two in conference play. I think they're there, but they have they don't have enough to get over the hump that they need to in order to make a statement season to join a power five conference. 
You'll be shocked to hear my record then. What do you have them going? 11 and 1, 8 and 0 in conference play. Damn. The only loss I have for them is Oklahoma. And that does mean I think they can beat TCU in week four. Because here's the thing that I like about SMU's schedule no UTSA, no Tulane. That plays in their favor massively massively yep. plays in their favor now let me yep. stress smu could easily be nine and three because i could i see the three losses right here oklahoma tcu and memphis and even north texas like i i would say week 12 at memphis that's a game they could lose tcu they could obviously lose that game it's at tcu of course and oklahoma i think is a loss it's at ou you know the, i mean they they could also go 10 and 2 and lose oklahoma and tcu you know they could but i think smu I don't think they will get too owed by Oklahoma and TCU. I think they will sneak away with one of them. It, it could be Oklahoma and they lose TCU or the way I have it. I think it's more likely the way I have it, but I think they will sneak out with one of those wins. I actually have them uh, I have them winning against Oklahoma and losing against TCU. Yes, yeah, so yours are against yeah. East Carolina. That's fair. East Carolina can be a sneaky one, man. I, like when I was going through the American stuff, I kept looking at East Carolina. I'm like, they're a team known to be very sneaky. <laughs> like yep. you know, they can get they can get a sneaky dub at any time. Okay, what about Tulane though? How how are you feeling on Tulane? You know, they had a phenomenal year last year. A couple L's, uh, one to Southern Miss, and then I don't, I don't remember who the other one was. Uh, but how how do you see them faring this year? Well, they're definitely going to be tested very early on in the season with South Alabama and Ole Miss. I know. Uh, but obviously, their biggest matchup of the year is going to be when they go to UTSA in, what is it, late November? Uh, it's actually at um, Tulane. UTSA at Tulane. Oh, it's at Tulane? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's well, la it's last I mean, game of they, the year, man. They, they get the returning quarterback who had a phenomenal season last yep. year, but they did lose their star running back. Yeah, Tajay Spears. Yep. So I have Tulane doing almost just as good as last season, but taking sl a slight step back. I have them going 10-2, and 7-1 and one in conference record. Same here. Exact same. And they finish, they finish second. They do go to the uh, conference championship game. So, Okay. Uh, who's, who's your two losses? Is it Ole Miss and UTSA? Um, that's mine. Here. Mine's Ole Miss and UTSA. I have them. I actually have them losing week one against South Alabama. What's the other loss then? I have them winning against Ole Miss. Ooh, that's spicy. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, their second loss is here. No, and, and and for people listening... UTSA. Okay, yeah. And for people listening, South Alabama is going to be a legitimate, like, they could lose that game. Like, it's very likely. Like, you know, Tulane, I think, I think this year their ceiling is like a 10-2. and two. I think their floor is an 8-4. and four. That, That's their absolute I agree floor. With that. Yeah. Because, like, if they look like, let's say for the four losses, South Alabama, Old Miss, UTSA, uh, East Carolina, and Memphis, any of those five teams, or even North Texas... Any of those teams is where they can kind of float and potentially potentially lose. Um, UTSA for me is the front runner. Uh, I think Frank Harris coming back is a big deal. I think this guy's. I don't remember the name of the award, uh, but there is uh, there is an award 
for the best group of five player. That's essentially the group of five Heisman. I don't remember the name of it. Uh, is it just the Colt Brennan Award? I think so. I should have known that if it, if it is. <laughs> I think it's just the Colt <laughs> Brennan Award. Uh, I think Frank Harris is a strong contender for that, you know, the group of five Heisman. Uh, I have them going 11-1, and 8-0 in conference play. Uh, they're only lost to Tennessee at Tennessee. That, that is the exact same with yeah. me. You know, with him returning, not only him returning, but they also get 16 additional returning starters this season. That's why it's hard not to, you know, it, that's, it's hard not to, to pick against them, you know, pick for them. You know what I mean? Cause like, you yeah. know, once I saw like the starter amount coming back, I'm just like, Oh, okay. That's, that's handy. Frank Harris is a, is a big, is a big W, but that's also a big W. <laughs> the only thing I can see getting in their way, at least in the early stages of the season is the fact that they have a new offensive coordinator coming in. Yeah. Do you but think- other than that, UTSA has a very good likelihood of, I don't see them beating Tennessee, but other than that, they could go undefeated outside of that loss. Do you think Houston will give them any challenge week one? No, okay, I think Houston I is taking a dramatic step back again this yeah, year. Yeah, they're going to power five and they're going to be garbage. Well, let's be <laughs> honest, though. I mean, they're they're an incredible basketball program. I mean, Big 12 is the best basketball conference in college athletics. Let's be real. On that. But in terms of football, Houston is going to get fucking fucking smacked. <laughs> <laughs> they are going to get absolutely <laughs> smacked. So the way that my American played out is it's actually UTSA and SMU in the conference game. Since, you know, SMU, I got them going 11-1, uh, and 8-0, and I do have UTSA coming out on top, uh, being the uh, American uh, conference uh, champions. I actually had SMU finishing fifth in the conference. Bes- uh, Me and you are very North- different on SMU then. <laughs> well, I have them with the same record uh, – with North Texas and North Texas actually finished third, but East Carolina actually finished fourth because in, in the way I did it, East Carolina beats SMU and so does North Texas. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Right. But UTSA and Tulane, uh, have their matchup in the conference game and UTSA wins it. Okay. All right. So we're agreeing on UTSA. All right, let's go. Let's go. All right. Let's hop over to conference USA, which has two new additions to this year. Well, I think when I say two, I mean two FCS add FBS editions. I think New Mexico State's also a new addition. Um, but yeah, this yeah, is because they were they were independent. Yeah. Uh, but this, of course, is one of the dying conferences <laughs> for sure. This conference is on its way out the door. Uh, so the first question that I have for you here, how do you think Jacksonville State and Sam Houston State will fare in FBS play? Uh, I actually... <laughs> I think they will do the exact same. Um, I have them both going five and seven overall, four and four in conference play. Okay. I think they'll have some Middle good games, but you'll see them. You'll you'll see where the transition catches up with them. Mm, okay. Okay. All right. I mean, I, I agree with that. You know, when I was looking at Jacksonville State and ha- Sam Houston, it was tough for me not to like look at them and be like. I could see them getting some fucking sneaky wins on someone, you know, kind of like James Madison when they started off hot and got ranked at 25th, you know, I kind of see it the same thing as like, especially with Jacksonville state with, with coach, you know, rich rod, whatever, like he's going to, he's going to find ways to get points. You know what I mean? He is going to find ways to get points on the board. So I I definitely think that one's going to be interesting to watch for sure. Uh, who is the front runner in the conference? You say to me, it's Western Kentucky. I mean, I think I think they are the clear front runner. For me, it's actually Liberty. 
Really? Okay. They are they are in my contention. There are three teams that I looked at a deep dive for in Liberty, uh, Middle Tennessee, and Western Kentucky were my three. I looked at yeah, them quite the a bit. Yeah, that's the exact same for me. Yeah. Um, let's see. Like Western Kentucky. Uh, what do you have them going? I'm wondering if me and you are on the same page. I have them going nine and three, seven and one in conference. All right. What's your, what's your three losses? Is there an easy way to figure that out on this website? <laughs> I <laughs> oh, went on the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, just click, click the team logo. And oh, really? It, yeah. Click the team logo. Like if you're looking at conference USA stuff right now, click the West Kentucky logo and it pulls oh. up there. Yep. Yep. Nice. Yep. I have them losing against Ohio state. I have them losing against Troy and I have them losing against Liberty, man. Me and you are almost on the same damn page. My guy, I have them going 10 and two. 8-0 in conference play. Ohio State and Troy. OH. IO. I debated so hard on Liberty. <laughs> like at one point they were nine and three. <laughs> they were. I and I still think that's possible. I think a nine and three is possible with Liberty beating them. I've I went back and forth on that game <laughs> so many damn times. <laughs> it's unreal how many times I looked at that damn game. Uh but I think I think nine and three, ten and two. May I think that's kind of the, that that's the realm they should be. It's kind of hard for me to see them losing a fourth game, you know, out of outside of oh, the, those three. It, it to me, it's pretty difficult. I think that's what how it's going to end up playing out. Well, see the thing the thing when uh, I was deciding on whether or not to pick either Liberty or Western Kentucky in that game was the fact that yeah, Liberty is getting a obviously a new head coach with Jamie Chadwell, but. I think by that time that that game rolls around, they're going to be more solidified as a team and he's going to be, the transition will be not as difficult around that time. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, when it comes to Liberty, what do you have them going? I have them going 11 and one overall Ooh. seven and one conference, but their only loss coming to middle Tennessee. Okay. Okay. See, I have them going nine and three. Five and three in conference play. Who's your three losses in conference? Unfortunately for them, they're all in a row. Oh. Yeah. So this is where the sneakiness comes in. Their first loss is going to be to Jacksonville State. It's at Jacksonville State. This is where the sneakiness will come into play. Jacksonville State will catch a dub, a magic dub. Uh, okay. And then okay. Middle Tennessee and then Western Kentucky. Those are our week seven, eight, and nine. Um, I debated on a game early in the year. Like I looked at the Buffalo game a little bit. I looked at New Mexico State a little bit. I still think they'll come out on top with both of those. Uh, I even looked at Sam Houston State briefly. But since that one's at Liberty, I, I gave them the nod on that one. But going to Jacksonville State, you know, ja I, I'm telling you, I, I think Jacksonville State and Sam Houston are going to be very middle of the road, middle of the pack. I do think that. Yep. But I think I like Jacksonville State more than Sam Houston. And I like the idea of Jacksonville State just being that that team that's going to pull off some magic shit. <laughs> like I, I think they're going to be that team <laughs> to pull off some magic shit, and I'm here for it. I don't know if I was necessarily harsh with this conference, or if it's just the reality of this conference right now. But I only have four teams having a winning record at the end of the season. What's uh, what's the fourth? It uh, New Mexico State. Okay, yeah. I have them going eight and five, four and four in conference. Okay, okay. Who do you have the worst? Is it FIU? Because they're garbage. It is FIU. So with uh, <laughs> The bottom three is UTEP and Louisiana Tech at 2 and 10, and then FIU with at 1 and 11. Okay, okay. 
Uh, I think their only their only win uh, is against the Yukon. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, hold, hold. Pay respect to Yukon. They're they're about to go on on a run, my guy. You think so? Oh, I am high on UConn right now. They're not in a conference, so I couldn't give them a prediction. But I think UConn could literally come away with like eight or nine wins this year. Really? I like UConn a lot, my guy. I like UConn a lot this year. They are not the beating the beating uh, to uh, a terrible game of the week this year, man. I like what UConn's cooking. I like it. I like what Jim Mora know, is cooking I up there. That UConn FIU game might be terrible game of the week. Nah, man. Nah, UConn's gonna be a bowl a bowl team this year. <laughs> they are going to be a okay. bowl team this year. Okay, you hammering that down, huh? I put it on your board if you put it back up. UConn will be a bowl team. Yeah, I'll go ahead and make a note, note for me. You, I will hammer this all year, baby. I will not back off. UConn will be a bowl <laughs> team, baby. I love this UConn team. Oh, man. Let me see if I can pull up their schedule. Got it down in the notes. All right, bet. Bet. UConn will be a bowl team, baby. All right, let's see. Looking at their schedule, they'll probably lose week one to NC State, but I could see UConn catching that dub. Week two, Georgia State. Got it. Week three, FIU. Got it. Week three, Duke. Should get it. I've got I've got UConn winning against Duke. But Duke will Ooh. Yeah, I've got UConn winning against Duke. It's at It's in. It's in Connecticut. Give me, give me UConn, baby. Give me the Huskies. Utah mm. State, give me the Huskies. Rice, give me the Huskies. USF, definitely give me the Huskies. Boston College, give me the Huskies. Tennessee, give me the Vols. James Madison, give me the Dukes. Uh, Sacred Heart, give me the Huskies. And UMass, give me the Huskies. Bro, you only have them losing like three games. There you go, nine and three, baby. Here we go. Nine and three, eight and four. Them, Let's go. You have them beating Duke. <laughs> Nine, three, eight, and four, baby. Let's go. Let's go. UConn Huskies, man. Let's go. Bro, you are going to be very shocked then on my power five predictions for the ACC. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Anyway, uh, so uh, Conference USA Championship game. I have uh, It's West Kentucky and Mid-Tennessee for me. Uh, West Kentucky coming out with the dub. It is Liberty versus Western Kentucky for me, and I have Liberty coming out. All right, bet. All right, let's get up to uh, the MAC. This is your backwoods. You know, we're we're looking up in your area right now. Oh yeah, Zach chiming in Best on chat. Best conference that, uh, in the entire NCAA. Uh, hey Jacob, Zach put his uh, trackball in the Discord, and he also commented in the chat that I'm a delusional. That I'm delusional. What do you expect from me? Oh, what is that mouse? It looks See? like. I told you he uses a trackball. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I told you, man. He used the trackball. He's a madman. Looks like the damn. Hold on. Like, Let me see if I can. Ro Linux robot from uh, Hold up. 2001 Space Odyssey. Let me see. If, uh, there we go. I've got our uh, I've got our discord pulled up right now on stream. Just for everyone to see what we're talking about. This man is. Yeah. See, I told you he said in the chat it is masterclass all movement with no wrist. I told you that is his logic. For everyone. I need to play a video. I need to play a video <laughs> game with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually really good at games too. That's what's wild. No, like for if you're listening to the audio format, you're not getting the full experience. You need to go to youtube.com forward slash at Sparky3. Subscribe to the channel. 
be a friend, tell a friend. And tune into the episodes and you can see Zach's trackball on screen. So shout out to that. Shout out to the fact that I had that scene ready to go. <laughs> oh, that is what a mad something man. Else, man. What a madman. It looks like a wart on the side of the mouth. <laughs> a wart. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, all right. So what were you saying about Mac? I'm sorry. I cut you off. I got, I got caught up by this fucking trackball. <laughs> I, w- I was just boasting about how the Mac is the best damn conference in the entire NCAA as far as competitiveness goes. Hey, dude, you're not, li- you're not wrong on that. So, like... Any t- uh, so Tyler, when he was with the show, you know, he was a huge Mac supporter. He, he loves the Mac. Loves it, dude. And the thing that I would always say to Tyler that was so cool about the Mac is, dude, the Mac just exists in their own little world, you know, like away from everyone else, and they just compete against each other, and it's just a great fucking time. Yep. Like, like out of out of all the group of five conferences, they are the only one, in my opinion, that truly exists in their own little realm. You know, everyone does to a to an extent, but like you know, you look at the conference USA. It's like, yeah, they obviously have a lot of conference games to play, but let's be honest, they're also just a fucking beating a beating conference. You know what I mean? Like they're just like a, a conference to go get their shit wrecked, and Mac kind of is too. But the Mac is man when they play against each other, those games are competitive. Mac oh, football yeah. is so good football. It is good football, my guy. All right, so I'll let you lead this one off since it's your country. How do you how do you think the Mac's going to play out? All right, so I think there are three teams that have the potential of winning this conference, and really everybody else is middle of the road, if not worse. Those three teams are the Ohio Bobcats, the Toledo Rockets, or the Northern Illinois Wolves. Wolfpack, baby. The f- Listen, listen, I am so upset. I am so upset that I decided not to be a Husky fan anymore. <laughs> he did. He did. He just talked chat about this when we just recently. Are you going to retract this? Are you going to go back to being NIU number no, two? I can't. I can't. I can't. They're, you they, can. They're it's, it's still it's still early enough. You can can't do Washington state like that. Actually. I mean, look, dude, like, Hey, NIU has a special connection to you. It was the first game you ever went to. All right. You know, that, that's a, that's a big deal. I mean, I've flip flopped on teams before, you know, like Jacksonville. I only settled as a for sure. Number two team in the pros for me. Once I started this show, it was always like Cleveland or Jacksonville for me. Uh, and I, I hard set on Jacksonville because I thought about it. I'm like, you know, I like Cleveland just because they're so bad, and that's what I like about them. I, I just love torturing myself with bad teams. But I was like, I've been a Jags fan since like literally like '08. Like, come on, let's get it. We're going with Jacksonville. Like, come on, man. You can see still, like you can still jump on the NIU bandwagon. Put Washington State at three. I like Oregon State. They're like number three for me. Come on now. I love NIU, man. They just have such shit luck outside of the MAC championship victory that they got a couple years back. Yeah. Last year, you know, it was the quarterback going down and it just completely derailed the entire season. And they were one of the worst teams in the Mac, but he's back. Yeah. He's back this year. How electrifying and, was it when uh, Jordan Lynch was there? Oh yeah. Yep. I actually, the three teams I have. Okay. So I have Northern Illinois going 10 and two overall. 
Conference, seven and one. Division, five and zero. Oh. Hmm. I have Toledo close behind them at eleven and one overall, but they lose the divisional game, obviously, to Northern Illinois. So that gives Northern Illinois the number one spot in the West. And then Ohio is the only team out of the East that has a snowball's hell uh, a chance to winning the East. Buffalo is pretty close to seven and five, but Ohio. 10 and 2, 8 and 0 conference, 5 and 0 division. So you don't think Miami of Ohio has any shot? I think they're on the up and up, but I think they I have them going 6 and 6. Cuz believe it or not, I have Miami of Ohio winning the East. Really? Yep. By one game. Because I have Ohio and Miami of Ohio going the uh, the same record, but the basically the decider is that Miami of Ohio will catch the dub in week 9. I think it'll be a close game. Ohio will pro- could win that game because it is at Ohio. Um, yep. But I've got uh, Miami getting the upset. They, but they also faced Toledo too this year. And no, that's one Toledo's, of their losses. Don't get me wrong. They got losses. Oh, that, is, that is one of their losses. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Now, their three <laughs> losses is they're going to lose to the true Miami team week one. Uh, they're going to lose to Cincinnati week three and Toledo week eight. That's their three losses for me. I have them going nine and three, seven and one, five and oh in division. I have them losing, obviously, to Miami. I have them losing to Cincy, um, Toledo, Ohio, and Buffalo. Buffalo was one that I looked at. Buffalo is a team that I think can get some sneaky dubs. Ohio, for me, is a team I'm with you. I think I think they have the one of the best shots to win the East. Um for Ohio, I have them going nine and three, six and two, four and one. Their losses being to San Diego State, uh, Northern Illinois, and Miami of Ohio. That's their three losses for me. I have them losing two. That's San Diego State, and only because it's in San Diego. If it was in Ohio, I would pick Ohio for that game. That's fair. Uh, and their second one coming against Iowa State because Iowa State last year blew them out of the water. Yeah, uh, I, I, I've got them actually getting the dub on Iowa State. I would love that, but I think it was like a 40-some 40, 40 point game to a very low score. I'm not high on Iowa State this year because of everything that's happening right now. I've never been high on Iowa State. They just, for some reason, always end up beating teams that they shouldn't beat. Shouldn't, and then losing to teams that they should. Yeah. Speaking of that, I saw a funny uh, little Twitter thread earlier about Oklahoma State, where it's just like OSU fans, like you know, do you agree with this this thread? And it's like seven and five. It's like the question is, should it be time to fire Gundy? And it's just like eight and four. It's just like okay, we got to do better. It's like nine and three. It's like okay, we got to do better. It's like ten and two. It's like we're one of the, one of the most underrated programs in the country. Whatever, blah blah. And then it's like eleven and one. I fucking hate Iowa State. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I saw that. It just made me laugh because that that is true. For the West, I I'm actually I'm actually reverse on you with you on that one. Uh, I've got Toledo winning the West. Uh, I've got NIU coming in second. NIU for me, I have going eight and four, six and two, three and two, uh, with their losses being to Boston College that they could very easily win, um, Nebraska in week three, Toledo week five, and then out of nowhere at a left field, uh, RKO out of nowhere from Eastern Michigan in week eight. Whoa! <laughs> yep. I understand they're the better Michigan out of the out of the West, but hold your horses. <laughs> Eastern Michigan <laughs> with an RKO out of nowhere. 
You know, actually, statistically speaking, Eastern Michigan is the hardest Division One collegiate program to win at. Really? Yep. Because of how terrible the recruiting is in that area, because you not only have Michigan, Michigan State, but you also have Western Michigan and Central Michigan, which have both better academic records than Eastern Michigan does. Yep. And also the program is not relatively new, but they're new enough to where they don't have too much clout for them for themselves. True. But I have Northern Illinois only losing two games and that's to Nebraska and to Ohio. Okay. Now I'm real curious. What do you have Toledo going? I have Toledo going 11, one, seven, one, four, and one. And the only loss coming to Northern Illinois, that's why they're not first in the West. Oh, okay. See, they, I have them also going eleven and one. Uh, I have them going eleven and one, eight and zero, oh, and five and zero. Oh. They're only lost to Illinois week one, and then going on an eleven zero oh stretch from there. I th- I think they have a pretty damn good opportunity to beat Illinois. I agree with you, and they could go twelve and zero oh, in my opinion. The thing about Toledo, if I remember right, I could be wrong. So any hardcore Mac purist or Toledo purist, don't burn me at the stake please but i think toledo is also a team getting like 16 starters back like this team is ready to go okay this team's ready to run and i'm on the rockets i am on the rocket going straight to the moon right now yeah they're getting their uh they're getting 16 total starters back including their quarterback who nearly threw for 3,000 yards last year and had 32 touchdowns um he was one of, if not, I think the top Mac quarterback in the West. Uh, they're also returning both of their top wide receivers and also their uh, number one running back. Not to mention all of the all Mac stars that they have on their defense returning this year too. Toledo is stacked on paper as far as the group of five realm goes. I agree. I agree, and that's why I actually have them winning the MAC. Uh, my MAC championship is Toledo and Miami of Ohio. Um, you know, Ohio just barely getting nudged out of that, and uh, the championship going to Toledo. So I'll go ahead and drop my one little spoiler here for everything. I think Toledo could be that team that could be the Tulane of the Group of Five, but not because they're going to be on the same level of Tulane per se. Uh, like in terms of total skill, like I don't think you're going to see like a ton of NFL talent come out of this team. You could, I could be wrong on that. We'll see, but I think they're going to, they could go 12 and 0. Like the, I think Toledo yeah. will be ranked by the time this season is over. I have the Mac championship being decided by Northern, Northern Illinois and Ohio with Northern Illinois coming out with the victory. Returning back to the top where they once were two years ago. Okay. All right. Let's hop over to the mountain West, the home of one of my favorite teams. The Hawaii Rainbow Warriors, baby. You know, I got I got a lot to chat about on these. Uh, now oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> now the Mountain West is going to be really interesting this year because honestly, the Mountain West, man, I'll be real with you. I think it's between four teams. I think four teams could come out on top in the Mountain West. Like, who's your fourth? Who's your three? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the obvious Boise State, Air Force, and Fresno State. San Diego State's my other one. Really? Yep. I have them going seven and five, four and four in conference. I've got them going nine and three, seven and one. I <laughs> what? Yep. I, their only loss is UCLA, the Beavs, and Boise. So three weeks in a row of losses. 
Hmm, I but, have them losing to UCLA, Boise State, Air Force. Hold on, Utah hold State. on, pump the brakes. You have them beating the Beavs. <clears throat> Disrespect. No comment. Disrespect. No comment. The Beavs are gonna tear some shit up, baby. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and here's here's the surprise uh, that might surprise you the most is I have them losing to Colorado State. Actually, that doesn't surprise me uh, the most. Uh, I think Colorado State is a team that's going to be on the up and up. I'll be real with you. Same. I, Same I'll be here. real with you. So I, I don't think that's surprising. I, I think Colorado State could catch some dubs, some sneaky dubs in this conference, my guy. I 100% agree with you. I think out of all the, like the mid-tier teams to the bottom-tier teams, Colorado State's probably on the top for me. Yeah. Now, I want to stress about San Diego State. I have them going 9-3, and three, you know, 7-1, and one, whatever, in conference play. But that nine and three could change very quickly. Like they could lose week one to Ohio. They could. It may be at San Diego, but they could lose there. We just said that. Uh, I, we, yeah. I, we're both in agreement. San Diego State will catch that dub. UCLA, that's an L to me. Oregon State, I'm telling you, that's going to be an L for San Diego State. Give me the beeves on that one, especially since it's in you know at Oregon State, uh, Boise State, Air Force. Those are both probably going to be losses. Uh, I think Colorado State could be a sneaky loss, and I think Fresno State week fourteen could be a loss too. Like this record could change very, very quickly uh, in terms of how they do. So I, I do, I do see how you can get a seven and five. Like it's like, and that's how I feel about every single one of these four teams. Is that these teams, man? Like Boise State, my guy. Let me let me pull up their schedule. This team could float anywhere from ten to two to like eight to four. Like I mean, like it, yep. like it could float anywhere in there. So for like me personally, I've got Boise State going nine and three, seven and one. Their three losses being Washington and UCF and then Fresno. Okay. Okay. Like, I have them go- I have them going ten and two, seven and one in conference. I have them losing to Washington and I have them losing to Fresno. So you got them catching the dub on UCF. Nice. Yep. Okay. I think UCF is gonna have a shit year this year. Really? Yep. We'll chat about it next week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll chat about it next week. Uh, no, I mean like, you know, their schedule could also flip, you know, I've got them going nine and three, but it could very well change. I mean, it, it could be in multiple places, you know, and it's the same thing with Fresno state because Fresno state, I had them going, uh, nine and three, uh, six and two, their losses being to Arizona state, Utah state in week seven and San Diego state week 13, you know, they could easily catch a dub on Utah state. They could, they could lose to Wyoming. They could lose to Purdue. You know, uh, there, there are games in here that they could lose to that I have them winning. I mean, there are games that I have them winning. They could, you know, there's they're someone that can bounce around. Like, that, the Mountain West, out of all the group of five conferences, I think the Mountain West is going to be the most entertaining to watch this year as a whole. I can definitely see that. I yeah. can see them just eating each other apart. Yeah, exactly. And that's what's going to be so damn fascinating about it. Because, like, Air Force, I have... I have them going eight and four, but they could float up higher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I have Fresno State going 10 and 2, 6 and 2 in conference. I have them losing to San Jose State and San Diego State. And this was I have who? the best record, not number one, they're number two, but the best record. I have Air Force going 11 and 1, 7 and 1, with their only loss coming in the final week against Boise State. Okay. Hmm, okay, okay. 
Now, how do you? I have think Air Force Air Force has a big opportunity to be the Tulane of last year. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right, I like that. I'm here and for we, that. We, we haven't gotten to the team yet that I think is going to be the Tulane of last year. Oh, so it's in one of the upcoming conferences. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. Now, how do you think Hawaii is going to go? Shout out to your Mountain West Conference, uh, you know, power rankings. You did give a synopsis for Hawaii. I appreciate that because, like, basically for his all of his uh, articles, the as the is he got down to the shittier teams, he didn't write anything, which is totally fair. I wouldn't either, but he did write one for Hawaii, and I appreciate that. You know, how, how do you see Hawaii faring? So I have Hawaii going four and nine, three and five conference, which is better than last year. Don't get me wrong. And they are on the up and up, but I have them losing back-to-back games to start the season against Vanderbilt and Stanford. They lose against Albany or they win against Albany. Obviously Uh, they lose against Oregon. They lose against New Mexico state. They beat UNLV take a loss to San Diego state. Uh, win against New Mexico, lose against San Jose State. Everybody's going to beat Nevada, so they're going to beat Nevada. Uh, lose against Air Force, lose against Wyoming, lose against Colorado State. Okay. In terms of the losses, me and you are basically on the same page, except I do get have them catching a couple more dubs. So I think with uh, Timmy's second year as head coach, I think I, I think there's going to be a lot of progression, you know. And even what you said is technically better. Yes, that's progression, even though it's not much, but it is it is more. <laughs> um, unfortunately, fuck you, Ricky. Uh, Hawaii will probably lose week one <laughs> against Vandy, uh, as well as lose against Stanford. Um, but, you know, I do have them losing against Oregon, losing against New Mexico State, losing against San Diego State, losing against Air Force, and losing against Wyoming. Uh, so where you and I differ is I have them beating San Jose State this year, and I have them beating Colorado State at the end of the year. Uh, with them going uh, six and seven, five and three in conference, which I think going five and three in conference is a, is a big leap from what they were last year. So yeah. I mean, like if they go six and seven in Timmy's second year, like hey, dude, I'm here for it. Like that's that's a that's a big W, uh, in my opinion, and just to keep you know let the Rainbow Warriors just continue to grow, uh, and obviously T's and P's to everything going on over in Hawaii. I mean that's uh, that's unbelievably tragic. Uh, speaking of T's and P's, failed to start the show with another set of T's and P's. T's and P's to the family of Alex Collins. Uh, random tragic passing on that one. Uh, so big T's and P's on that one for sure. But uh, yeah, T's and P's to Alex Collins, you know, family and friends, and T's and P's to everyone over in Hawaii right now because it's a very, very tragic thing going on over there. Um, but no, Hawaii, I think six and seven, I think is is something that's very plausible. Uh, but I'm not going to actually dispute you. Uh, I think we could lose to San Jose State, and I think we could use, lose to Colorado State. I do. I, that, that's totally that's totally two things that can happen. I'm not going to dispute you on that. You know, honestly, though, I could I could see them catching a sneaky dub early in the season. Is it against Stanford? Yep. I agree. I floated with that one hardcore. <laughs> I floated I, with I, that I, one. Honest to God, Stanford is such a shit program. Agree. It has been for a very long time. Yeah. Like, I, dude, I think I actually think I, I was wondering if you were going to say it or if I had to, but I actually think Hawaii could beat Stanford. <laughs> I think it's actually possible, especially just at home. Like, I think Hawaii can can get that dub. I really do. It really sucks that Hawaii has to go to Oregon, though. <laughs> I know, dude. That's going to be like the Michigan game last year for us. Yep. It, you know, the, the Mountain West has only I only had two teams out of all the group of five going 0 and 12. 
this entire season. Really? Nevada was one of them. Nevada stinks, dude. Yeah. The other one I forgot to mention was Central Michigan. Oh, okay. Yeah, they Central also, Michigan sucks. Yeah, they also fucking stink. Uh, when I did the mega picker before it lost my save, uh, I think FY, FIU was one of mine. I think I had them going like 1-11. I had them also going one of the <laughs> like they are bad. <laughs> they are so bad. But man, they launched some sweet ass jerseys, so they're gonna at least look good while being bad. So yep, I guess shout out to that. Look good, feel good, but not play good. Unfortunate. All right, so let's go to the Sun Belt. Oh, well, let's hit conference championship. Sorry about that. Uh, so for me, the championship game would be Boise State, San Diego State. With how it plays out, Boise State getting the dub. I got Boise State Air Force. I have Air Force winning. Okay. All right. All right. Let's get to the Sun Belt, which I assume will hold your Tulane of 2023 uh, because we're down to the last one. So go ahead and hit me with it. Go ahead and let, let the world know who in the Sun Belt will be this year's Tulane. All right. Well, first and foremost, I think there are only four teams that are above everybody else in this conference there's a lot of middle of the road i agree there's a lot of shit i agree <laughs> um the four teams two teams being from the east two teams being from the west agreed. the two teams from the east are marshall and coastal carolina agreed two teams from the west are south alabama and troy also agreed i have troy being the two lane of this year oh that's not what i was expecting to hear I thought you were going to go with. I thought you were going to go with South Alabama. See, I have South Alabama going nine and three, six, two, five, one. Oh, what do you have Troy going then? I have Troy going 11 and one, eight and oh, six and oh. Okay. All right. I have South Alabama losing to Oklahoma State, Troy, and Marshall. Okay. Okay. See, for me, I've got South Alabama going 10 and two. 8-0 conference. Uh, their two losses is to, to Tulane and Oklahoma State. That's it. And then Troy, I have them going 9-3, and 6-2 and two in conference. Their losses being Kansas State, uh, James Madison, and South Alabama. I have Troy's only loss being K-State, which I, honest to God, think they could win. And basically go 12-0? and 0. Yep. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. I like that prediction. Troy, Troy is making a New Year's Six Bowl game. Go it, you got you gotta put it down on the board, my guy. I'm hammering I'm hammering it. Yeah, you got you gotta put that down on the board. That's it. Yeah, you gotta hammer that in. Just like I hammered UConn. UConn's making a bowl game, baby. <laughs> They're making a bowl game. Let's get it. <laughs> oh, okay. No, nah, but other other than the four teams that I mentioned, I like they're all gonna eat each other up. And yeah, they it's, are. It's gonna get pretty ugly outside of the top four teams. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree to that. I mean, um, you know, Southern Miss is going to struggle a lot. Arkansas State's going to struggle a lot. Um, Texas State stinks. Louisiana's Louisiana. James Madison will. Yep. They'll they'll do some. They'll make some noise. You know, they will. Um, but I, I don't think they're going to be a, a competitor this year. Um, you know, I think they just have uh, some tough matchups. I mean. You know, week one, easy dub for James Madison, in my opinion. Uh, then week two, playing Virginia at Virginia. Virginia's not very good, uh, but I think they're better than James Madison. Um, and then going to Troy, going to Utah State, which Utah State, they're not the 11-1 and Utah State that they were a few years ago. 
they're not. Um, but they're still a team that I think can get some wins. And then they got they're hosting yep. South Alabama. They're hosting Georgia Southern, uh, which is a team that Georgia Southern is a team that I think can catch catch wins. I think they can get some shocking wins this year. Uh, then of course Marshall. I, I like Marshall a lot. Uh, Old Dominion stinks. Uh, Georgia State stinks. UConn. Tell you, man, you can watch out for you. Watch out for them Huskies, <laughs> man. Watch out for them Huskies. So James Madison, they just have they have a tough schedule. If they can overcome this schedule, though, James Madison is going to make some massive noise this year. Like I'm talking massive noise this year. Yeah, I I can agree with that. Now, I also think that uh, App State might get a really they have the potential of having a really good upset this year too. Okay, let me look at their schedule. Uh, is it going to be North Carolina? Yep. Ooh, good. Be, that, I think they got a good opportunity at that. That would be they got. I mean, they got the big upset last year at Texas uh, Texas A&M and stole game day. So, I mean, yep. are they going to do the same thing to North Carolina? That's the big question. <laughs> How do you think Coastal Carolina is going to fare? I mean, the, we they lost their head coach, I believe. Uh, the new head coach is a former OC of in state NC State, I think. Uh, but uh, Grayson, uh, he's coming back for his like final year, even though he tried to transfer and no one wanted him. Um, yep. Do you think that you think you know you, they're one of your four teams? Well, how do you think they're going to fare? Because I got them going ten and two. Um, I also have them going ten and two with their only two losses coming from UCLA and Marshall. Same here. That's my exact two. I have Marshall going nine and three, but they win the East because of that win over Coastal Carolina. Uh, Marshall loses to Virginia Tech, NC State, and App State. Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, Marshall for me, I had them going eight and four, uh, but that eight and four could very well change. You know, I had them losing to NC State, James, App State, and South Alabama. They, I, I was, I was floating with the, the, the James Madison game for Marshall. Yeah. But what really got me over with Marshall is just the fact that it's at home. Marshall plays good at home. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, what do you have for the championship game? Is it what Troy and Coastal? Troy it's winning. Troy and Marshall. Marshall. My bad. My bad. I have Troy winning it. Uh, yeah, Coastal and South Alabama for me. South Alabama. Sun Belt champs, baby. You know, in terms of like the question that I have for the title, I mean, like, you know, you've got Troy being your New Year's Six Bowl. I don't know who mine would be. I mean, like, if Boise State, you know, if they can beat, let's say, you at UCF and Fresno Week Ten and only lose to Washington, it'll be Boise State by default, yep. just because they've got the history. In my opinion, because of Boise State, Mountain West Conference is like the closest thing to the Power Five because of what Boise State has has brought, you know? Like, you yep. know, like they, they would be like the sixth conference in a way uh, just because of Boise State. Um, so if, if Boise State comes out on top, Boise State will be that that group of five going to New York, uh, New York Six. Uh, honestly, if Toledo can beat Illinois week one and then go 12-0, and 0, I think Toledo could be that conversation too. I, I really do. Um, you know, Western Kentucky as well, you know, they could possibly be in that conversation. Um, but I think the strongest bet right now for me across the board, I, I would have to give it to UTSA, um, across the board, maybe South Alabama. I like UTSA a lot this year. 
Like I can't stress Thank how much you. I like UTSA a lot this year. I was really high on them last year, and they let me down. So I, I feel a little, I feel a little scared. I'm getting real high on them again. But I'm, a, I'm gonna ride this hype train of Frank Harris, baby. I'm gonna keep riding it. I'm here for it, man. And you know, honestly, I would not, I would not be shocked to see Tulane return to a New Year's Six bowl. Yeah, I wouldn't either. You know, especially since they've already got kind of the hype behind them from last year. They still got the quarterback returning. Like, you know. Yep. They 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 could go eleven and one, only loss being to Ole Miss, and they could even win that game and go twelve and zero and beat UTSA week thirteen. I mean that's totally possible. It's at Tulane. I could definitely see them beating Ole Miss. Honestly, I, Ole Miss is a big stinker. Yeah, can't wait to chat about Power Five next week. <laughs> I can't wait for them to beat Arkansas again this year. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to predict Arkansas's record for a second year in a row. Yeah, I know. Me too. Me too. I've been looking at it a lot. <laughs> I'm wanting to piss Shane and Ricky off. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, though, like, uh, you know, this will be a full conversation for next week. I think Arkansas could be a pretty decent team this year, though. I really do. With um, drawing a blank on the quarterback's name. KJ Jefferson, is that it? With him returning and then the running back, forgot his name too, Um, Sanders, I think. I I mean, I think they do have one of the best backfields in college football. I will. Unfortunately, I have to say that. Uh, They're top five. I'd give them top five. Top ten, maybe. Maybe. Okay. I don't don't think they'd they'd crack the top five for me. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, like, looking at their schedule, they're going to start off 3-0. I'll go ahead and say that right now. But then after that is when shit's going to get rough. <laughs> oh, you think they'll start out 3-0, huh? <laughs> Dude, BYU stinks. I, 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 I'm I, with you on all the, the Arkansas slander, but BYU stinks. <clears throat> Talk about that next week. Okay. If you have them losing to Kent State, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> 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 but no, that will be a conversation for next week. Uh, overall, group of five, you know, I know everyone likes to pay attention to the power five, which is fair. I mean, that's that's your NFL talent for the most part. You know, that that's all the, the top of the top. That's where your championship winner is going to be. And, uh, you know, we get it. But group of five is a fun conference to watch. The MAC is a lot of fun to watch. You know, I mean, uh, Mountain West is a lot of fun to watch. Check out some group of five. Follow some group of five football. It's some good stuff. You know, it's some good stuff. So definitely recommend trying to check it out some more. I, I love watching Group of Five. Group of Five is a blast to watch. Honestly, it really is. Yeah, I, I honestly prefer watching Group of Five than I do Power Five outside of Ohio State stuff. Yeah, no, and I agree with you 100%. I've, I'd give me a Group of Five, a good Group of Five matchup over a Power Five matchup. I'm going to be very real with you. I know we're... Like that game... The game last year between Troy and South Alabama, that was one of the like most fun games I've ever watched before outside of, obviously, my own team. Yeah, yeah. Some of the best games I watched last year were a mix of either group of five teams or like some lower-end power five teams, if I'm being honest with you. You know, like, you know, power five teams that, you know, that, you know, are notable brands, but they're not, you know, good in football right now. Like, honestly, West Virginia Pitt was awesome last year. You know, yeah. and Pitt had a good year just the year before, but obviously we knew that wasn't going to transition into this year, losing Kenny Pickett and Jordan Addison. But, you yeah. know, and then also the uh, week, week zero last year, I think it was Illinois and uh, Indiana. That was an electric game week one. I loved watching that game. I was having a blast watching it. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I like I like checking out some of the, you know, not not the big dogs of college football. That That's where the fun's at, in my opinion. 
honestly you're not wrong it really is and even like every so often when we're able to because they're not always televised but every so often when they're televised you could always usually catch a good fcs game yo true i watched some good fcs football last year man (laughs) fcs is electric and people don't watch it exactly (laughs) it doesn't make any sense dude like it is some damn good football you know, and like, I, let me, let me stress this. Let me stress this. I want these other like professional leagues to succeed. I want the XFL to succeed. I want the USFL to succeed. I want the arena football comeback to succeed, but man, people are, are going to like give them a shot and shit on those leagues, but they won't give FCS a shot and FCS is producing better football. Come on, man. Go watch some FCS, dude. FCS is electric. Like, you're missing out not watching FCS, guys. Like, (laughs) FCS is awesome. Oh, geez. All right. Well, that covers all of our group of five predictions. Um, I guess the last thing, I'm glad I remembered this. I would have felt so damn bad if I did not remember this because he put in work. I do have Ricky's predictions. I just remembered he emailed it to me. Um, let me, all right, here it is. I'm glad I remember. I would have felt so bad if we got through that whole show <laughs> and I'd forgot to do it. Cause he emailed it to me. All right. So for American, he has Tulane going 11 and one, eight, no SMU 11 and one, eight, no, a shocker. He has Florida Atlantic going eight and four, seven and one. And then UTSA Ooh. going eight and four, six and two. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. He also has Memphis going eight and four, six and two. North Texas eight and four, four and four, and then a big drop off from there. Uh, Conference USA. He's got Western Kentucky going eight and four, six and two, but they, he hasn't been first because of winning the tiebreaker. Liberty nine and three, six and two. Middle Tennessee six and six, five and three. Um, he's got Florida. He's got FIU going eight and four, five and three in conference. <laughs> so they, that's why they're coming in fourth. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm, we're gonna have to talk to Ricky next week about the eight and four for FIU. I'm. I have questions. I have a lot of questions on that one. Yeah, uh, he's got to explain himself. Yeah. So we, we got to make note of that one. We got to follow that up next week. All right. For the MAC, he's got NIU going eleven and one, eight and zero. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. But here's here's something for you, Jacob. Fuck you. He's got Eastern Michigan going nine and three, six and two. Someone's no, with me. No, Someone's no, with no, me. No, Someone's no, with no. me. <laughs> no. Yes, no, he does. No, no. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He's got Toledo going seven and five, four and four. I'm gonna have to ask him about that one too. <laughs> I have questions. Uh, for the East, he's got Ohio going eight and three, seven and one. Miami of Ohio going eight and four, six and two. Uh, as his tops, so that one kind of makes sense. That's a pretty big drop off from there. Mountain West, he's got Boise State going eleven and one, eight and zero, which is something that we chat about. Very possible. Air Force nine and three, six and two. He has Nevada going eight and four, six and two. What? <laughs> They're one of the worst teams in Division One football. And then he has. Uh, let's see. After that, it's San Jose State, Utah State, and then San Diego State in sixth place at a six and six, four and four. And then he has Fresno State at seventh place with a seven and five, four and four. He's got Hawaii also going six and seven, three and five in division though. So shout uh, out. what's with the big drop off for Fresno State? Yeah, I know. He's a big drop off for Fresno State on that one. I'm gonna have to ask him about that one too. His uh, his Sun Belt is pretty interesting too. I will I will say that. I like it. I like his Sun Belt. His Sun Belt is very interesting. For the West, he has South Alabama going nine and three, seven and one, Troy eight and four, six and two. 
He has Arkansas State going six and six, four and four. Yep. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Impressive. Uh, and then his East, there's one thing that I really like about his East. And it's like, even though I have Coastal Carolina going to the championship game, I can 100% see a Coastal Carolina drop off this year. And that's what he's predicting. Uh, his East winner, he actually has Appalachian State with an 11 and 1 record, 8 0 in, conf- in conference play. Second, he's got Mar- uh, Marshall at 11 1 also, 7 and 1 in conference play. James Madison in third with an eight and four, five and three, and then Coastal Carolina at an eight and four, five and three. That's not a big drop off for Coastal, but it's it's big enough. It's it big enough. The, it's big enough. Takes them out of contention. Yeah, exactly. It's big enough. Yeah, we're gonna have to follow up with Ricky on a couple of those points, but I know he listens to the show every week, so I know he got to this point, and now he's listening to me talk to him directly, Ricky. We're going to, have to follow up with some of these points, buddy. I got I got some questions. I, I know next week yeah, is all about Power Five. We're just going to go after and as soon as we get through the intro of the show, you know, get through all the hey, how you doing? You know, go check out our our stuff. You know, we're going to have to go ahead and address a couple things. I got questions. <laughs> In the words of a wise man, I want what you're smoking. Oh yeah, I want whatever you guys are smoking. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Oh man, Ricky! I'm sorry. I, I almost forgot about it. I'm sorry. I'm glad I. I'm glad I remembered. <laughs> I'm sorry. It took all the way to the end of the episode, but I got you, buddy. I got you. All right. Uh, I think that'll do it for today's show, though. Um, you, you know, Jacob, you got anything else for the show? No, I think that's it. I'm ready to get on the next week, man. I am so pumped for Power Five. Oh, me too. Me too. And there's a lot. There's so much to chat about on that one. You know, there's some aspects that are really boring to chat about, you know, in my opinion, but there's a lot where it's just like, dude, what the, like, man, Big Ten, what the fuck's going to happen in the Big Ten? I've looked at it so many damn times, dude, where there are so many games with certain teams and I'm just like, oh, dude, I, ooh, they, get away. Ooh, they could lose there. They could lose there. Oh, man. We had a very interesting scenario happening in the Big Ten. Yeah. I will say, as it may not be the most explosive by any means, but the one conference that I'm the most excited to chat about next week, believe it or not, is the Pac-12. What will the Pac-12 do in what seems to be their final year of existence? There's a lot to talk about there. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Jacob, any last thoughts? Any last words? No, I think I'm good, man. I got everything out that I wanted to say. All right. Well, if you listen to the whole episode, we appreciate the hell out of you. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the channel. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Tune in next week when we go over uh, the Power Five. Make sure to hit everything in the description below, like Rogue Energy, uh, Agent Inc., and join the Discord. Till next time. Oh, also, make sure to join our uh, Run Your Pools uh, for college football and NFL. You can join for free. Compete against us all season long. Uh, until next time, guys, have a good one. Bye. Bye.